This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom really is brought to you by... What the fuck? What's up, dude? One of my renters broke the toilet again. That dude takes giant shits. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Why don't you hire a property management company or something to take care of that stuff? Because they suck, and they take 10%. You know, our dude Hank owns and manages Heritage Realty Partners. I think he said he only charges 5%, and he visits each property at least once a month. That's right. He's always posting beers from the road. You have his number? Actually, I do. His personal number is 805-451-5734. Perfect. Now he can deal with my renter's big shits. Heritage Realty Partners. For all your property management and investment needs. Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by... Are you a young woman who wants to give your flower away in a dark and stormy night? Does your boyfriend pressure you into taking your shirt off even though you're sure you saw something lurking in the kitchen downstairs a few minutes ago? Do you ever think, I'd love to have sex right now, but if these sweater puppies see the light, I know I'll get a knife through the clavicle. Well, we've got the thing for you. Real Feel Kevlar breastplates are the answer to your prayers. With real military-grade nipples and puncture-proof cleavage, you can feel safe letting those nips slip out and not have to worry about all those pesky escaped knife murderers waiting in the wings. Our Real Feel technology ensures your inexperienced boyfriend won't even know the difference. Real Feel Kevlar breastplates. Because there's a shortage of perfect breasts in this world. Be ashamed to ruin yours. Oh, nice call. <laughs> I like, yeah. Oh, you have that horror body, but you got that love heart, right? There. <laughs> Does that make sense? I love that. Good afternoon, gentlemen and ladies. How's everybody doing? Doing great, man. How are you? You are tuned into the BVK podcast, and we are going to get a little bit spooky this evening. Um, when does this come out, Brad? Are we coming out like right the couple of days after Halloween, or are we coming out the week before Halloween? Uh, let's see, the 17th, the 24th. We're like 24th? a week okay. ahead of it. So we're like uh, we're within stabbing distance of Halloween. Everybody can go out and watch... Um, do we hear the Do we hear the buzzing that we the, got going the, right now? The, well, oh no, that's just that nice little that, scotch. Oh god, that scary refrigerator sound! <laughs> Jesus, dude! Oh, oh there we Things go. Things are getting oh, spooky over here already. Everybody's oh, getting Lord. excited. Jesus, Brad, coming with the sound. I bite. feel like I feel like so. A, I feel like, and it's probably totally been done. But like, how many like YouTube rappers have a song using that beat? There has to be a lot, right? Mm-hmm. They're just throwing on some like bass, a little bit of bass on there. So, anyways, uh, like I like I always say, we are gathered here today to talk about the classic 1978 movie Halloween, written, directed, and scored by John Carpenter. What a um, talented dude! Yeah, right. 
so so like what 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 is the time of time signature of that uh of, of that, you're of looking that at me like I, I'm a music I, major. Are we getting into like a music <laughs> like detail this podcast? Is the type right of now? stuff that's the thing is, I am a music major, and I'm like sitting here, dude. I'm too fucking tired to be. He's also a farmer, and it's fucking harvest. <laughs> Leave him alone, Zach. Music major, accomplished musician, <laughs> almond schlupper. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a. It's like, it's like a triplet feel, but uh, five, is that a five four something. beat? Sure. Something All like right. that. I anyways, been prepared. anyways, enough enough <laughs> with the really interesting stuff. So I am joined today by uh, acclaimed musician Scotch. Who <laughs> doesn't know anything? <laughs> how are you guys doing? Farm musician. Wait, how do you say it? Far- Far- Farm Farmzician. There we go. That's what it is. I have got uh, my trusty sidekick, Bradley. Yo, I that's like me. You like how you're my sidekick now? I know. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck it. Let's run with it. Okay. I'm and the sidekick. we are also joined by some experts in the field. We have the two chicks and a horror flick. Uh, this is Felicia and Tawny. They both do a podcast that we love and that we listen to a bunch. And it is two chicks and a horror flick. You can find it on any of your podcasting resources. Felicia, Tawny, how are we doing? Tawny? Are these brand new guests? These are not brand new guests. You guys have been, been on the... Am I supposed to say that? They don't tell me any of the stuff so. I'm supposed to say and then give me We've got some old school BDKers are like, oh shit, yeah. Tony, how, how are we doing this evening, Tony? No, I would like to say that we're seasoned guests. Yes. There we um, go. From being on only once, but um, doing so, so great. So excited to be on and talking to you guys again. And yeah, just looking forward to it. I'm really stoked to be on the other side of the draft this time. Oh, Love yeah. it. Our other spooky season guest, Felicia, how are we doing this evening? I'm doing really good. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. You Is sound all okay? You sound okay. Yeah. I'm always so nervous we, to talk. We, we, we got our, like, all, we're in our head now because like we had like, oh, you're too loud. No, you're too soft. You're too loud. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just fuck I'm with just you the scared. rest of the way out. Yep. Yeah. Ladies, don't worry about it. You guys can say anything you want and Brad won't give you shit. I forget to say that you've been on the podcast before and Brad's already like, oh, is this their first time? <laughs> I'm, I'm a mean sidekick. I'm a very mean sidekick. I, I try to keep them on the straight and narrow. We usually, at the beginning of this, we will talk a little bit about sort of our relationship to the movie, which I think may be tough for my co-host because I'm not sure if this is the first time they saw it or or not. So I will start with uh, Felicia, Halloween 1978. I assume you did not see this movie in theaters. How did we see this movie? What's your relationship to it? Love it? Hate it? What are you thinking? All right. I'm so excited that you started with me. (laughs) I love this movie. Okay. So Michael is my favorite slasher. Um, I absolutely love this franchise. There was some janky movies in the middle, but I still, I love Michael Myers. Um, I saw it as a kid on video and I remember being so scared because he was different than now. I know you guys are going to have some stuff to say about him, but hear me out. Mm-hmm. He was an alive. He was an alive serial killing man, and that scared me. He wasn't someone who died and was burned to death and came back, or Jason who was dead and came back. He was a man that just very miraculously kept dodging death through all of the movies. There was not one point where he was dead and came back to life. And just how he stalked people, I remember it terrified me. So I'm a diehard Michael Myers fan. I love this franchise. I do acknowledge that there's like some wonky parts of it. But every time I see it, I love it even more. So that's where I stand. So so I, I will I will echo that. Like 
it's scarier that he's not like superhuman or like a ghost or a goblin or whatever it is, right? To me, my, all of my favorite horror movies are like, this could this could really happen, even though this may not really happen, but it, it could really happen. A guy could really sneak into your room and stab you as soon as you take your shirt off. I mean, that's very possible. <laughs> well, you have to take happen. your shirt off first. Yes. yes. Tawny? He definitely, is, he definitely likes to watch. He's definitely much a, a voyeur. He's a voyeur. He's a voyeur. serial killer. <laughs> and that's sure. very realistic, too. Right. So... <laughs> I could see. I, I guess. I, I guess. I also just thought of like how much scarier this movie would be as a woman watching it because he's mm-hmm. like not too concerned with the male characters. He's the, he's just like very fixated on the on the females, and that makes it extra scary. I think. Tony, you got thoughts? Um, I actually hadn't seen this movie um, all the way through until 2020, the first year of doing our podcast, and it was the first year that. I actually sat down to watch it. Of course, it's hard to like avoid parts of it, right? Because right. it just plays all the time on TV over Halloween, especially. So that was the first time I had seen it. And I was really worried I would hate it because I don't te- I tend to not love movies like horror movies from the like 80s or even like the 70s because they yeah. tend to be a little like hokey. Like and I don't I don't like that over the top kind of zany type of movie. And I. I didn't. I wasn't sure that that would that was going to be this, but I thought it was going to be cheesy for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I was really pleasantly surprised. I went in with um, very low expectations. I thought I would hate it, and I ended up liking it quite a bit. I thought it was. It still holds up for the most part. There's some things yeah. that I think some of the acting is, <laughs> some of the yeah. dialogue is a little <laughs> weird. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm like I can't I can't help but um, respect it, especially for all that came after it. Totally. And, you know, I always think when I watch these movies, I'm like, did people talk differently back then? Like, was this, is this good acting because people talk differently in 1978? I always think that. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally, Zach. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's totally. Hey, Jan, you should totally go out with him. <laughs> and I always thought, I always thought, I, you think of like Valley Girl talk as like the 80s. And I was like, was this too early for like Valley Girl? Where's totally coming from? It was like, it was kind of It was strange. filmed in 78, dude. They I were know. going hard. They're supposed to be in Illinois, too. So, yeah. I, th- yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> Illinois Valley Girls. You know? so. Pretty freaking wild. Filmed in Southern California. Supposed to be in Illinois. There's like palm trees in it. You right. can see in the background. Um, Bradley, what do you think about the movie Halloween? So this is my first time ever seeing it. I, I was never a big horror movie kid, but for some reason, the one series I saw a bunch of was the Friday the 13th. I saw yep. quite a few. I mean, not. No, I'm sorry. Nightmare on Elm Street. I saw yep. a, quite a few of those. Oh, Freddy. But really, Friday the 13th, Halloween, uh, Hellraiser, a lot of those were just not things I was searching out. Um, you know, all the dumb comedies I was watching with my, my dad and my brother. You were watching Strange Brew over and over <laughs> a, and over. A bunch <laughs> of times, which God. for me, which is, is just a, the, the perfect experience. But <laughs> Halloween, uh, uh, 90 minutes, of course, first thing I'm going to notice is how long it is, 90 minutes. It's like, okay, that's, that's a quick one. And then I started thinking like, oh my gosh, like not a lot happens in this movie once it's done. Like it's 90 minutes and there's not really a whole lot that happens. There's a lot right. of slow motion walking. There's a lot of like really tense moments brought like just, just at a snail's pace moving forward. But yeah. it's still a solid one. Like the, the music carries most of the thrill. Like, I mean, as far as Carpenter score, it's like, it does everything. And ultimately I enjoyed it. Am I going to watch Halloween two or three or four? Nah, I don't <laughs> think so. Um, but at the same time, it, it wasn't, I was expecting it to be more graphic, a little bit more bloody, and it's not gory at all. It's not like at one all. of those ones that really just kind of avoids the gore. 
lets the uh, the tension kind of uh, uh, do all the work. Movies movies used to be paced this way. Yeah. I think the you know the the YouTubeification, the TikTok to TikTokification of everything it makes it seem so weird now to watch a movie that is slowly paced. Right. But yeah. God, I mean, like when we watch The Godfather, it's like fucking get on with it, dude. What are we <laughs> What are we doing, Francis? You know, yeah. right? Scotty, Brad, if I oh, I don't know if this is appropriate. If I could just say one thing, I'm so sorry. Totally, um, Brad. Okay. Maybe try. My very favorite Halloween movie is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh. This original is my second, but Rob Zombie's Halloween was so badass in okay. my opinion. And Tawny agrees. I dig yeah, Rob Zombie. It is very graphic, though. So you got to be ready for that. But Brad is very Rob Zombie. Do you I, see the mustache? Can you see the mustache? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I I dig some of his stuff, and so I think it would be worth checking out. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to do that at some point. Totally agree on the pacing. It didn't bother me. I feel like the first time I watched it um, in 2020, but this time it, I was really like, okay, this is really taking a long time. So agree. I've got an answer for that too, Tony. That's because that was during the uh, where everyone had to stay at home and you couldn't leave your house, and things slowed down for everybody at <laughs> that time. Yeah, that is true. true. I, I will say <laughs> I took advantage of the Amazon. Like like I watched it on Amazon Prime and ten second I was like okay ten seconds ten you seconds. ten second buttoned in oh a bunch a bunch <laughs> Brad <laughs> I was just like not trying to skip ahead like oh my god what's going on just like can we hurry up and fucking move like this is I want to see the next kill or something like so what's going Brad on Brad watched this hour and a half long movie in sixty minutes yeah. Scott Beck what did you think so well well first of all I almost watched uh, an edited version of it because I was kind of trying to find where I could watch it. And I saw it was on AMC and like AMC plus I had to have a subscription, which I didn't. And so I said, Oh, well it's there on just AMC. And so I downloaded it uh, to watch and I started watching it. And after the first scene and I, I've never seen this from start to finish. Um, but, but you're like, like, I'm sure there are boobs in this movie. And there was no boobs. <laughs> there yet. was no boobs at the beginning of this movie. I, I even saw it kind of fuzzed out and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm watching the wrong <laughs> Wait version. Wait a minute. Wait, and I, I swear I went to Apple, paid three ninety nine so I could watch the boobs. And she had a nice body. Anyway, so they were nice boobs. They were in this movie. And but it also it, it it cut as soon as he starts stabbing her at the beginning. Um, the, the, it totally cut away from her being on the ground, so you don't even see her bloody at all uh, on the AMC version. So, right. And so, so the minute it just happens so weird. It's so like out of joint. I was like, something's weird. So I wanted to watch the real version. And I'm glad I did because, and that first thing I noticed was like, instead of an hour 22, it was an hour 34 or whatever. So I was like, okay. Oh yeah, they cut out a bunch of shit. I want to make sure I watch the right thing. Um, in general, I'm not a horror guy. Um, I've, I've, I, I actually watched a lot of the, um, nightmare on Elm streets as well. Um, but it's just not my cup of tea. My biggest complaint was that I watched it alone because I wanted to watch it with someone and crack jokes or have fun or at least be scared with someone because I have had a lot of fun in, in horror movies yeah. with someone else. And I watched it all by myself and it wasn't really scary, which is because I'm not really into scary. It had, it got me on some stupid jump scares. You know, that, I, that first music <laughs> spike when the lights that, go off, that, I was like, I know me. Scotch got it. It got me. That, <laughs> the stupidest jump scare ever with a light, literally. And he goes, that stupid music. Oh, I'm such a, I thought of you as soon as that kid part came out. I was I'm like, oh, Scotch puss. just shit his pants. I did. But so there were some unexpected jump scares, which were super fun. And, um, yeah, well, we have, I have lots to say. The acting really was fun. 
<laughs> some, some, of the, some of the dialogue was just really bad. And um, I love when you plug like a serious actor, like the guy that plays oh, Dr. Donald Loomis. Pleasant. And then you have just all these people who are just total amateurs. And it's like playing off of each other. It's yeah. so weird because it's like he's so serious. And oh, I must talk about this guy. Yeah. And everybody else like, so you want to go fuck Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was, you know, what I, I, I would. I'm not a fan of these kind of movies, but I actually did enjoy it. It was fun uh, for me to watch. But uh, I love yeah. that. I'm like super connected to to this and to Friday the Thirteenth movies, but I haven't watched them in forever. I used to watch them in the edited versions on like TNT with right. my grandmother, and she would like yell yeah. and totally root for uh, Jason or Michael Myers or Freddy or whoever it was, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, "Kill that bitch!" Like <laughs> literally, like yelling, oh yeah, dude, like yelling at the TV. And I got super into it as a kid. My sister and I would watch them, and we'd get we would get real scared, and, and we liked it. This explains so, a lot. I like your origin story. Yeah, so it's definitely, nice. yeah. definitely, my shout out to my grandma Vera that would be like, "Kill him, stab him, kill him." <laughs> she would get like super into the rooting for the bad guys, but uh, oh, that's great stuff. <laughs> anyways. I watched this with my 13-year-old son and uh, my wife, and my son, uh, as per Brad's prediction of the pacing and everything, um, not even the boobs could keep him awake. He fell asleep about 45 (laughs) minutes in and did not wake up for the rest of the movie, which was unfortunate. I'll say there's not a kill for that first 45 minutes besides the opening scene. There's not like another kill. It takes takes a little bit, and uh, he was like, I am falling asleep. And my wife and I watched it, and my wife is maybe a bigger wuss than Scott Beck as far as (laughs) jump scares and stuff goes. And so she was jumping all over the place, and it was hilarious. And uh, and then she was like, after the movie was over, she's like, well, got to watch Friends now to cleanse my palate from that. So we watched like four episodes of Friends because she does not like scary stuff. But it was a good it was a good experience. I have tons of problems with it. But as I said, like, I feel like I can enjoy movies from the 70s and I have to actively try not to like pick them apart. It's tough for me not to be like well, this is a problem I, I, I had a question for actually the, the for for tani and felicia and, and for zach it's like you guys are kind of horror movie aficionados it's like is it like when you start doing the harder drugs like the the softer drugs are kind of like Absolutely. it's like you just don't get as much effect from them anymore it's like watching this it's just kind of like okay i mean i've watched french crazy horror whatever you call it cinema like that that's a whole different level than than this so it's like is it kind of that way where you go back and watch these old ones it's kind of like doesn't have much effect i uh would say sometimes so if there is a lot of nostalgia wrapped up into it like for example with halloween as soon as i hear the music i'm giddy Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm just in it for the ride. And I know mm-hmm. the conversation was ridiculous and I loved it because I just have I just have the, that nostalgia. But for a movie maybe I didn't see back in the yeah, oh, yeah I, I could gotcha. say that that would be um, maybe a little slow after some of the stuff that we've seen now <laughs> takes a lot now. Right. To disturb me. <laughs> Yeah, because you guys have talked about that on your show. I've, I've, I've listened to a few episodes where you talk about how you, over time, have become desensitized to a lot of things, right? And it's like, it's almost like you, you're training yourself to, to watch more gnarly shit. Like me, like I'd probably watch some of these movies you guys watch. I love listening to your podcast just because I don't have to watch them then because I love when you spoil <laughs> the shit out of them. So I can hear all the details and not have to get scared. And so Scott has to read the Wikipedia about the movie before he listens to even your podcast because he's like, (laughs) 
<laughs> this this is not going to sneak up on me. Tawny, do you have thoughts? That's so funny because I was just listening to an episode of your guys' and weren't you talking about Scott like hating spoilers? Like oh. <laughs> for everything else except for horror. Everything but horror. Uh, yeah. It, if it's something I, I'm really planning on watching, I love spoilers. Like if it's mm. something I'm really into, but I'm, I'm just not into horror, but I'm super fascinated by it and I actually want to be spoiled so I don't get scared. Scotch, I, I think I might have beat you. I already looked up the plot for Halloween 2 just because like, I know I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> I want to find out what happened. So I go read the, the, <laughs> the plot, the whole plot for Halloween 2 and it sounds kind of like crazy and, and, a, and a psych ward type thing. And Little and so. little did you know that these movie, the, the franchise of Halloween is very not linear at all and gets yeah. really <laughs> fucking yeah. funky really quick. <laughs> Nice. Um, I I would say so for me, like for sure. I think you know I've been watching horror movies since I was a tiny child, and I definitely think there's something to like. The more you watch and the more you um, consume, the less um, the other ones affect you, and that probably has something to do with like the level of shock and gore. But it probably also has something to do with like you know as we progress and like the pacing gets better and the scares and graphics and stuff get better that's probably part of it too but the other part is i bet um just by the nature of consuming so many movies it becomes kind of like i don't know like like a study instead of like being within the like experiencing the movie as much so i think that probably has something to do with it as well is like we're kind of looking at it from through the lens of reviewing and critiquing and so it kind of takes you out of being able to be as scared, which is kind of unfortunate because Felicia and I both love to be scared. We're like, oh, it's a never ending search for the movie that can scare us. You know, hmm. I, I was the kid at the slumber party that they did suggest a horror movie. I'd try my best to t- steer everybody away from it. <laughs> and then they'd put it on and I just then I'd toughen it up and be like, oh, yeah, I got this. And <laughs> I would act like, oh, and that, that's I, that's kind of I think why my reflex when I'm with people watching horror movies is just making jokes because that's all I would ever do. And then, then at home, I'd be like, fuck, no, I'm not watching the horror I was I was the kid in the other room <laughs> eat, eating all the candy off the table, <laughs> hiding. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm so large. <laughs> Brad's parents would get calls at 3 a.m. Can you come get Brad? He peed his sleeping bag <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So I think that's a pretty fair assessment of uh, our thoughts on the movie. Zach, I'm curious to know your, your thoughts. Like, how do you feel about that same question so i think that the like first person point of view camera work especially in the opening scene i think is really great i i love the premise uh we already sort of talked about one of my biggest things that i love about this uh um brought it up which is that he's just a dude Mm -hmm. i love that i love that he's just a guy uh that is out to kill people and he doesn't really seem to have any I mean, I know some of the later movies kind of go into his like childhood trauma and why he's a crazy person, but this movie doesn't at all. His parents seem like kind of loving. I also wonder on that like fade out shot, were they supposed to be frozen or were they just like just staring? I, I almost I, I actually have a note on, on the, the, the mom's face. Yeah, it's is, so is the, weird. It's like the worst <laughs> face acting ever. It's um, her, literally what, what went through my head when I saw her face was, Oh my God, Becky! Like she had this like look. Like 
Oh, was, really? You did that? <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying. Because yeah, was it supposed to be like... They're all, I thought it was like maybe they were supposed to be frozen, like the, but they didn't have the technology to do it. So they're just like, don't move, guys. And like, then poli- they, like, like Police couldn't. Squad. The end of Police Squad. Was, <laughs> yeah. That TV show. Well, they <laughs> just freeze. Exactly. Like the Toyota commercial yes. where the guy jumps in the air. But, yes. but do these... Has, as movies like these, are, are you desensitizing them at this point? Absolutely. Like, I, I think that... Like this movie didn't like nothing in this movie. There's there's tension, and I have to I have to do the things that I do with like, like I talked about earlier, like Godfather and Jaws and stuff like that. I have to actively be thinking like it's 1978. Think of it like it's 1978. You've never seen anything like this before. You've never seen like a score like this, or this first person like killing like this, or all this t- tension built up like this. You have to think of it like that, especially for American audiences, because I think there were some other people uh, elsewhere that were doing similar things like this. But I don't think that a lot of American audience had seen like sort of stuff like this even though you like scott said like it's not super gory like there's no like you don't see her getting stabbed really you see her kind of afterwards but uh yeah i dug it i i I like it but for me i i think felicia said this also like it's a big nostalgia thing for me like it just makes me think of being a little kid eating like my grandma used to we used to watch scary movies and my grandma used to fry up a pound of bacon oh and then we would just That's eat nice. We would just eat bacon, bro, with nothing else. <laughs> it was crunchy, like crunchy bacon or like it was like a little chewy, little crunchy, like okay. you know, right in between. And we would just like sit on the floor with like a plate of bacon it's and that, just it's a eat killer, some dude. bacon and drink like a big glass of milk and dude, watch a scary movie with legit. my grandma. Yeah, dude, she was super legit. Bacon and milk. <laughs> so I'm not sure if my love of horror is from actually being scared or from like just an affinity for bacon. And I just think about bacon when I watch scary movies. But uh, I'll take it either way. But I dug it. So. We're going to move on to our next segment, and we're going to have the two chicks sit in. We're going to do uh, drinking with the two chicks. But first, Brad, what network are we on? We are part of the Deluxe Edition Network, a community of podcasts that have all sorts of topics. And while BBK is the podcast of the year, still for the next few months, we've got two podcasts of the month. Scotch Beck, what are they? Um, I believe we're still on October and it's spooky. So it's October 24th, bro. It's right, bro. Um, <laughs> so we've got the graveyard club and terror Tuesday. So if you want some information on what those podcasts are all about, I guarantee it's spooky, but you can go to deluxe edition network.com and read all about them and check them out and check out all the other amazing podcasts. We've been adding a bunch of podcasts lately. Yeah. So the, the network sure. is growing all kinds of different subjects and, and things and, and, and great podcasts. Um, if you're interested in anything, odds are we have a podcast for you. And they're on Facebook and they're on Instagram. You can follow them both there. And TikTok, I believe. I and will TikTok. be. TikTok. And maybe even YouTube. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Brad's making shit up now. I will be thoroughly upset if any of you love horror movies and want to listen to a horror podcast and listen to any of that before you listen to Two Chicks in a Horror Flick. Well, yeah, so shit. let's go. All right. <laughs> we are going to uh, drink with the Two Chicks. Brad, do we have a theme song? Pull up a chair and grab yourself a drink. Hypothesize what directors think. Maybe sometimes get a guess. Makes us look good. Let's drink, laugh, and pretend we know what we're doing. Drinking with the director brought to you by Last My son has a football practice jersey. He loses it. So I have to order him a new one. It's $20. And so I tell him, you owe me $20. He's like, okay. I'm like, you have negative $20. He's like, okay. 
he comes to me like two days later and he's like, dad, I found out what I want to buy with my $20. I'm like, I, I don't think you understand <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you about. Your, you have negative $20. It's like, if you had $20, you would have $0. And he's like, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> He's like, damn, my dad's hella cool. He rewarded me for losing my, yeah. <laughs> my practice jersey. So to continue down this tangent road, so I get this new jersey from Amazon. It's white, just like every other white practice jersey for the whole football team. He brings it to me. It's dirty. He bleeds all over. And I pick him up from practice, and he's just blood all down his face. And he's like, hur, 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 I got hit in the face. And he's just bleeding everywhere because he's a freaking savage. So I take his jersey. I take it home to wash it. I wash it. I get it out of the washer right before practice starts the next day. And it is like a powder blue color. Oh. Now, I must. I washed it with something. Did something wrong. I'm Mr. Mom in it. Wife's at work. I'm just like, oh, here, here's your new jersey or whatever. <laughs> He's like, Dad, it's blue. I'm like, no one's going to notice, dude. It's really light blue. So then two hours later, I pick him up from practice. And he runs up to me and he goes, great job on the laundry, Dad. Everybody's calling me Papa Smurf now. <laughs> oh, wow. So now he owes you 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the negative 20. He actually earned $10 back the other day because the cat pissed in his room. And my wife said, I will give you $10 if you can find where the cat pissed in your room. So he crawled around and sniffed, sniffed it out, <laughs> found the cat piss spot, and he, now he's at negative 10. So we're moving up ah, in the world. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So drinking with the director. <laughs> so that was a quite the tangent. Drinking with the director. Mr. Brad, what are you drinking with this beautiful green can in your hand? I've got a beautiful green can from Last Call Brewing. It is called their Homegrown. Uh, it is a classic pale ale, and it's actually a collaboration from Last Call Brewing with some local hop producers called the Hopyard Hounds. They uh, grew some of their own hops. They brought it down to Last Call. They brewed them uh, in this little special. It's very much kind of like a, a almost like a Sierra, uh, a nice pale ale crisp. Mm -hmm. It's pretty tasty. You can get that in cans or on tap at Last Call Brewing in Oakdale. I had a little sampler of it, and it was really tasty, and I enjoyed it. Well, there you go. Tastes good when it touches your lips. Mm -hmm. Scotty Beck? Um, I was drinking some, uh, I, I need to refill here in a minute. Um, I'm drinking Blanton's um, bourbon tonight. Ooh. Going with the, the you know. On hard little, times, huh? Yeah. I, a little hot. It's harvest. I needed a fucking drink today. <laughs> yeah. Today was a rough one. Man. Scott's been on a tractor all day? Yeah. All week? Oh, yeah. All three months for... <laughs> That's a month and a half. Month so. and a half? Pretty much. Jesus. Uh, ladies, what are we drinking? I noticed Felicia's uh, partner sneak into the room and then sneak back out, and uh, all of a sudden she had a yeah. drink in her hand. So what are we drinking, Felicia? <laughs> yeah. I, text, I texted my husband, can you bring me some bourbon? So um, I'm drinking bourbon neat wild turkey 101. Is what I'm drinking. Oh, shit. That's the hot stuff, too. Hey, it makes my uh, big rock here look awfully yeah. wimpy. <laughs> awfully wimpy. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I feel inadequate. I'm glad you said big rock. Uh, Tawny, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, I just have some white wine. I wish I had bourbon, but I don't. Mm. We The only whiskey we have is rye whiskey, which I don't. Mm. I'm, I don't know. Not really a fan of that. After yeah. drinking a bunch of bourbon, I, I you know I, I'm a big Scotch guy and rye. So I, I I wasn't a fan of bourbon for many many years, and I think it was because when I was younger, I had a group of friends that we'd always end up at the end of the night passing a bottle of Maker's Mark around. Like I don't know why. At the you end of the rich night, fucking friends or what? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Damn. All I know is we're, we're drinking some <laughs> Maker's out of the bottle, and I'm already hammered and whatever. And so I just have a kind of this bad memory of Maker's for some reason. So I never liked bourbons. 
And so like rye whiskey was kind of my bridge between scotch and American whiskeys. And then now I'm actually really starting to enjoy the flavor of bourbon again, which is fantastic because I'm actually getting into some really good ones. And so anyway. In our, in our house after college, we had a, a plastic bottle of scotch. It was like one of those big like handles, but it's just plastic. And I don't remember what the fuck it was called, <laughs> but good. but we called it, I can't believe it's not scotch. <laughs> 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 nobody would touch it. At, at our parties, nobody wanted to ever drink the, uh, unless we Funny. dared somebody to. Oh, I'm drinking that uh, Tomorrow's Clear West Coast IPA from the Dust Bowl Brewing Company. And I'll just give a big shout out to whoever, whatever random person came to Scott's Cantina and left it in the fridge. Yeah, I don't know who that yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, it's good beer. No Tomorrow's Clear is, yeah. is tasty. I'm sure there was a band practice at some point and Gov- somebody left the it in the fridge. The governor might have brought that. Oh, the governor? Well, yeah. good. I don't feel bad about drinking the Gov's beer yeah. at all. <laughs> all I know is if it's not my beer, so you can have as much as Gov, you Gov, if you're listening to this, fuck you. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow. I mean that in the nicest way. Just saw him at dinner with his beautiful wife the other day. Very nice guy. All right. Moving on to drinking with the two chicks. So basically this segment has no real form or anything to it. We are just going to sort of talk about what uh, we thought about different aspects of the movie, what we think they could have done different, what we think they could have done the same. I will sort of preface all of this with saying that this movie cost... I believe $300,000 to make and made $40 million at the box office. That's a pretty good return. And if you're saying that you put it out to today's money as an independent film, it is roughly sort of widely thought of as one of the most successful independent movies of all time, which is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, it's, ra- it's rare for a horror movie to kind of hit at the box office, but when they do, they can fucking really hit. Um, I think there's been a bunch of examples of that. I mean, and it's, and even like small ones, like, um, what was the one I watched with my son the other day? Um, Blair Witch, like that movie cost $10 to make or something like that and made (laughs) tons and tons of money. So these, these horror movies can hit. Um, so Janet Lee is a woman that played, um, in psycho in Alfred Hitchcock's psycho, Mm -hmm. her daughter, Jamie Lee Curtis Mm -hmm. is the star of this movie who is 19 at the time, which is crazy to me because she's the only one of the girls in the movie that's actually a teenager. And she looks like she's She's 35. Yes, I was going to say her voice. It sounds like she's like a a, a woman, like talking to these kids. I I actually love Jamie Lee Curtis. I love her in a bunch of stuff, Mm -hmm. but she looks like a middle-aged woman as, as a young woman. And I don't even mean that as a bad, as a bad thing. I think she looks great, but it's, it's kind of, crazy that she was the only one that was a teenager there literally was a scene and i I don't know what it was something about a certain angle where she turned and i I go man how old was she in this and so i I googled it in the middle of the movie because i wasn't sure i was like was she like in her early you know mid-20s or something when she did this and i I was actually surprised when same thing yeah same thing i found she's 19 i was like because mine was the voice it was the voice that she just has that kind of deeper voice and every time she talked i was like it doesn't sound that different from Jamie Lee Curtis, like in her forties now. Like, yeah. yeah. Or even, even now. now. Exactly. It sounds ex- yeah. exactly. And she's gone on to be a huge star. I mean, she's done tons and tons of stuff. So I guess I will turn it over to first, uh, Tawny. So 
if you had to get Mr. Carpenter in a room and you were like, hey, Mr. Carpenter, I want to ask you some questions. Now, my I often find myself in this position when we're sitting down with the director of these movies, hypothetically, and I want to ask them about different movies than the one we're actually talking about. But Tawny... What would you uh, what would you what would you ask Mr. Carpenter if you if you had him in a room or just thoughts generally on the movie, however you want to take it? Oh, I don't know. That's I feel like I'm being put on the spot. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is kind of I do wonder about, you know, did he have an inkling? And this is maybe like a, a question for any situation like this where you have, you know, a small budget and it ends up blowing up like I would I would wonder if he had any inkling of how big this thing was going to be. Because sometimes you you hear about or you see people in, you know, working on projects and they really have like a ton of belief in it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'm going to do this. And then sometimes you people are really they're scared. They have a lot of like imposter syndrome. Is that the right word? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so I I wonder if he knew while making it or if it was just like, who fucking knows, dude, let's just. Right. You know, I always think when I think about that, I always think like. For every dude that's like, I knew this was going to be the shit. I had ten thousand dollars. I was going to make this movie. I knew it was going to be amazing. I just think of the like the twenty million other dudes that were the exact same way making their shit movie. That were like, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be the best, and everyone hated it, and no one ever watched it. You know what I mean? And we're like, we like praise the one guy that did get it right. Well, it's like it's like music, musicians. Oh, a thousand percent. It's like music and and albums. It's like you think, oh my god, this is the most amazing shit I've ever done, and blah blah blah, and people are going to love this stuff, and then like nobody cares. And then there's the guys that you know write this amazing album that just blows up for whatever reason. And, yeah, yeah. You're I talking sh- about I, Weezer, my favorite band, right. and then they write 75 <laughs> shitty ass albums. Yeah, I, I should have done a little bit more research to find out like what time movies came out because I know uh, uh, like mid 70s is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is still 74, I think. Yeah, so which is still for me like the the scariest horror movie I've ever seen, and it's probably because I watched it like when I was like 14 or something. But at the same time, did the Friday the 13th or Nightmare Elm Street? I think Nightmare Elm Street was early 80s. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did Friday the 13th or maybe 79? Because I, I feel like th- this is this the first one that kind of like set off the the modern horror movie franchise. Like, because you always think of Halloween, you think of Friday the Thirteenth, you think of uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday the Thirteenth was eighty, so they all they all came after then. So this is kind of like the the one that sets the Nightmare whole on horror Elm Street movie was eighty four Renaissance. Like, is 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 this movie? So I would wonder, like, between seventy four and seventy eight, what movies came out that were like horror movies or if he was just like you know what this genre needs like a kick in the butt and i feel like i know how to do it or if it was just like huh i just i'm just gonna make a movie like i mean can i I do a a plug here because um one of felicia and i's favorite movies that we've watched is black christmas and that was 74 1974. I, we just we Scott and I both have that on we our both computers have our, right we just now because we were it. looking at what time it was. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. I, and I listened to your episode on that. It was really, really entertaining. Really, really fun. I, I think you guys actually mentioned that on the last when the last time you guys were on the on the pod with us as one of your most more fun episodes. So I went back and listened. It was really fun. And yeah, dude, dude a- I, I watched the trailer for that, and that's the wildest fucking trailer i've ever seen like they have this crazy <laughs> laughter going on over it and like the sound is just really weird and like it, it, it's it's bonkers i think so i think the two things happened i think that carpenter made a decent horror movie here he didn't spend very much money and it was a big fucking hit so what i think happened was it made it okay for studios to make 
horror movies like this. Yeah. And that's why you saw the big influx after that of all these franchises, all these big hits that came afterwards. I don't think it was because no one was necessarily doing this before. I think he was the first one that had like the huge hit with it. That's, I mean, that's Hollywood to, in a nutshell, though. Right. It's like, I mean, you were just mentioning Blair Witch. Like, when that came out, all of a sudden there was all these yeah. found footage style movies that were coming out. It's like that, that shit always happens where it's like something's a little bit different and everybody's like, oh, it made a bunch of money. Well, here, let's try to recreate that. Exactly. Exactly. Felicia, what are your thoughts on anything? Oh, on anything. <laughs> oh, anything. Oh, shit. Anything no. <laughs> you want to throw out there. That question you asked, um, mine isn't as thoughtful as Tawny's, but after I was done fangirling and telling him how much I love this movie, um, I think my one thing with the movie is I wish there were more kills. Yeah. I The pacing mm-hmm. didn't bother me, especially nowadays. <laughs> Five more kills? No, I think there was only said? five kills yeah. in the movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Five more? I'm no. game for that. No. Absolutely. I, I think that there needed to... I liked the slow burn of the stalking, but I think there could have been a few more kills in there. And so I would ask him, why did he make that decision? Why did Is it because once he did kill, you felt like it would be more impactful? Because I, I disagree, kind of. Um, I think that there should have been more kills, and I think that would have been really great. But that's what I would ask him. Yeah, yeah, because they, they there's a lot of times when like the brunette girl who got st- strangled in the car, there was a t- so many scenes almost, where, where, where almost, we thought she's almost. gonna die. Okay, it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. now. It's gonna happen now. It's gonna happen now. I, I thought they there was easily no, could have yeah. thrown a couple more kills in there of other people. I yeah. thought there was no chance she's getting out of the shed, and then somehow right. she gets out of the shed. I was like, holy fuck, dude, we're really dragging this out. She's gonna die. <laughs> she but got stuck win. in the window and still didn't get killed. <laughs> right. I mean, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that makes me wonder. What was what was Michael doing during that? Was he just like looking at her, just like I oh, think okay. so. He's just lurking. Like, He's what? just messing around, messing <laughs> yeah. around with her. Like, I have one more thing I would ask. I would ask actually. If it was a director, if the director guided all of the women when they died to do this bizarre cross eyes, I would bring about one. this too. What the fuck was going on? I there? did not. I it makes this. it comical. Oh, it's dude. totally it comical. I hated it. Yeah, I didn't notice this. I, I have it in my notes that the brunette in the car, right at the very end, you see it through the window. It's kind of fogged up, whatever. But she has this. She has a stupid look on her face. It looks so yeah. dumb. So yeah. not- the blonde too. When she felt when she was yeah. uh, when you see her, she's all you know. I can't even do it. Maybe that was part of the oh, audition. When she, when, on, the, your eyes. on the on the reveal when she's in the closet, like. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I just, you guys saying that, because I didn't, I don't think I noticed that during the movie, but it just reminded me, uh, and I had to look up what year it came out. Airplane comes out in 1980. And I don't know if you guys remember the movie, the spoof movie Airplane. But uh, at one point, there's a girl that's like on life support and she's getting flown to go get like a transplant or something. And they knock out like her life support system. And she starts doing this whole like cross-eyed thing, like where she's like dying and she's like going cross-eyed. And I wonder if that was like a complete spoof. Oh, off I'm of, sure that was an off homage. of Halloween because it came out. Yeah, it came out the year after so, or a couple years after. So that's funny. The whole cross-eyed dying thing. <laughs> My question: Have you ever seen somebody die? Have you yeah. seen a dead? Have you seen a dead body? Because they don't look like that. Oh, I thought you were really asking. I was like, Tawny's damn. Down, oh, down down here. I know. All right. And I'm all going like this. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. They don't cross their eyes. <laughs> Their bowels release, but their eyes just stay right on. <laughs> so I, I've got a question for Carpenter that I want to ask, which is, did he not grow up with uh, neighbors that he liked? Because 
these neighbors are the the most horrible neighbors <laughs> I've ever seen. This poor girl screaming for her life, and they're just like, "Fuck that girl! She's loud. She's being obnoxious right now. I don't care what she's yelling about. I'm not letting her in." Yeah, that was a little weird. I think we solved two of these problems. Like Felicia says, there's not enough kills. We kill a bunch of the neighbors. And oh. then yeah, totally. When she runs to the neighbor's house and they don't come to the door, well, obviously they're fucking dead. We know that, right? Yeah, or yeah, she goes, she knocks on the door to get help, and it opens up, and they're dead on the floor or something. That Perfect. Could be, there's another. No, yeah. these, these neighbors it. were like, "Shut the fuck up!" and like, turn <laughs> the lights out. I was like, "Wow." They That's probably had a terrible. bunch of like household pets that he could have killed. Like fucking, he could have taken out some goldfish, maybe some fucking <laughs> some, ch- some chinchillas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's probably got a bunch of stuff he could have killed on the way to uh, getting our nice. He had no uh, problem killing animals. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, no, that was a very weird moment. I it was. They were like a dog. He's like he got hungry. I thought that was a really dumb line of dialogue that yeah. killed me did, I did, that, that, that's what made me weird is like so wait he's eating these things like that's he's just feeding like a i don't I think don't so i don't think so i think or hungry not, is he talking about like his hunger for killing yeah exactly oh. he's got that hunger for those oh. cross eyes yeah. <laughs> i have a question oh. then i'm wondering why yeah because in the house there was a dead thing and the guy was like, it's still warm. And he said, maybe it was a skunk. Yeah. It's like, are skunks like super vicious or something? <laughs> I bet that, that was that a, I, when he said that. It just, it, that's funny that it happened really quick because I thought about that for like two seconds. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And then yeah. I just kind of like didn't think about it. But that's hilarious. <laughs> Felicia, Skunk. can I ask you, do you watch movies with the subtitles on like Brad does? Uh, only if. No, okay, not typically, but right. unless I I can't understand. Okay, you want me to stop? No, 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 no. no. I just <laughs> okay. I, I was gonna say because like Brad always catches these weird dialogue things because he watches everything with the subtitles on, even if it's in perfect English, and you can hear every word. He watches it with the subtitles on, and so I was just curious. I I didn't catch the skunk line, so I don't know how I missed that. I heard it. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. No, I don't watch with the subtitles unless. I don't know what they're saying. For example, I had to watch The Witch the first time with oh, subtitles, yeah. and now I can hear everything clearly. But like first time, no. Well, I don't the, like how the words take up the screen. When the I dad, can't. when the dad on on The Witch is talking at the very beginning, it's like tough to know that he's speaking English. You're like, is this what yeah. language? Yeah, is this like dude Irish or speaking? Scottish or something. Oh, they they just came over on like the fucking Mayflower, bro. They're okay. speaking the king's, old English. Yeah, the king's yeah. English. <laughs> old old English. Oh, <laughs> old drunk speaking the kings English. are we going back to, to bastards the, i'm gonna go out speaking the kings <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines though i do dig that line we did inglorious bastards uh a couple weeks ago so it's We're a great still, movie i so, love that one so i didn't realize that uh john carpenter's the thing was a remake of the movie that was on during, throughout this movie right? right i didn't realize that did you guys realize that you know, I didn't put it together till right now. I, I knew they were watching the old The Thing. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that there was an original The Thing. That's freaking awesome. I want to watch it now. The part of that that made me laugh though is like they're sitting there and they. I think they had just finished the pumpkin or whatever, and then she's like, "Do you want to go back to the movie? Let's go finish the movie." Did they have a fucking DVR back then? Like, how are they going to go back to finish the movie? <laughs> yeah. Did they hit put it on pause, like on their old 1980 TV or whatever? Like, how did the fuck? Like, what are they doing here? Like, I don't know, how, Scott. How does, your, does your TV have pause? No. <laughs> the joke is that Scott is old and has an old TV. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Scotch is old. So that's, that's well. Like I just line. think they stepped away from the movie and then went back to it. Yeah. not pause. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which is okay. crazy to think about, right? Crazy to think about missing a big chunk of the movie, but right. <laughs> yeah, what? I could never. I could never. I get so mad. I get so mad. My wife, my kids, all of them. I'm like, 
let's watch this movie. They agree to watch the movie and then they will get up and be like, don't pause it. Oh, and I'll be like, oh boy. I'm oh yeah. Fucking no. kill you. Pet right peeve right there. <laughs> you're going to miss. Worst. You're going to miss like this sweeping crane shot that comes down over the city. And then you're not going to know that that crane <laughs> shot was there. <laughs> My husband will look at his phone and I'll oh, pause it. And dude. he'll be like, let me watch the movie how I want to watch the movie. And I'm like, but why are you watching the movie if you're not going to watch the movie? Hey, <laughs> we're, we're definitely all movie podcasters, obviously. Because yeah. we're all like, Clearly. fuck these people. What are they thinking? Watch the damn movie. Oh, man. Like, if I'm at the theater, like I, I, have, I have to be very selective who I go to the theater with. Like, if my kids want to like be like, oh, can you go get me some more popcorn? Like, I'm going to miss. You better tell me exactly what happens when I get Tell back. me what happens to Wally. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Brad misses the transition. I'm like, I really need to know what happened to Woody here. Like, where, where was he? What was he saying? I need to know his emotional state. Ugh. <laughs> okay, so I have, a qu- I have a question for everybody here. So the, so the opening sequence, how the movie, com- like, starts. Okay. Do we really think that sex happened up in that room in the time frame of when that kid was looking in the window and when they decided to go upstairs and then by the time they came back, sex this happened. Is a, this is a 16 year old boy. Wait, I thought she like, just like denied him because he kind of storms out like he's a little bit angry. Well, didn't she say, call me? And he's like, yeah, whatever. No, yeah, yeah he was like, she, he was, she was like, na- I already hit it. I'm she, not going to call was you. Naked. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought she like, she cock- had panties on. Yeah. She I had- thought she cock blocked him like, like, and he kind of got a little pissed off and like ran out. I, I don't know. I assume they had sex, which is the quickest quickie in the history of the film. <laughs> I think like there's some, I think it's like you're supposed to think they had sex. Right. I thought maybe they were just doing a little dry humping oh, and okay. then she wouldn't, she wouldn't let him go all the way because okay. you're right. It's way too fast. Way too fast. Oh, so you're right. So I guess I, I guess I, I felt it as like, he was kind of like, he had already had sex with her. So he wasn't interested anymore. And he was like, yeah, maybe I'll call you, but maybe she rejected him or did not let him go all the way and that's why he was like yeah maybe i'll that's, call that's you. what i thought i thought he's not gonna call her oh okay. gosh that makes dude. more sense well that kind of ruins the trope of as soon as you have sex you die oh that's yeah. i mean she was all like almost completely naked you're right you're right <laughs> the, the little brother was like whore i don't know if you heard my my commercial earlier for the kevlar uh real feel breastplate that will keep you from getting stabbed as soon as you take your shirt off I think there's a market for this. They, they weren't on yet when you did that. Oh, they weren't? Yeah. Okay. I did. I was. I heard oh, yeah, it. She heard, she I think heard. Tawny heard it too. The back end, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, speaking of Kevlar, like, I mean, I guess we can assume since we don't think that, at least in this movie, Michael Myers is supernatural or anything. So he's just got bulletproof vest on underneath because he gets blasted like five times. Right. Well, and well he's, he's a been psychiatrist. working out for 15 years, bro. He, he's a psychiatrist. How good of a shot could he be? Yeah, dude. Mm, <laughs> these are he, all good he points. Just, he missed yeah. like all, every single time. He was just yeah. kind of acting. They're all leg shots. <laughs> Seriously, though. D- d- I mean, look at how that psychiatrist was handling the gun. Yes. <laughs> like when he was in the house and that thing went down and broke the, win- broke the window and he startled, he was like, he was like, yeah, like <laughs> there was no way he was going to be shooting anyone. Why, yeah, the cop after that oh wants nothing gosh. with like no part of him. From that point, he lost all credibility with the cop, and he's like, yeah. "Man, fuck yeah. this guy." That's why this cops is... just get completely out of the picture. Yeah, the cop never comes back. The cop, he's like, "You go around the back," and the cop's like, 
peace. I'm going home. Fuck this. <laughs> he never shows back up again. It's so weird. There's so much like opening with like, oh, there's my dad. He's the cop. And it just never yeah. goes anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And his own daughter was one of the victims. Yeah. <laughs> also, the cop's just out of the movie. Also, can we really talk about these young ladies smoking a joint in that car and they open the window to this policeman <laughs> right before they get up and he's to like, him. don't smell a thing, ladies. Be safe. <laughs> Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? I mean, back in the day, they probably had some, it was probably some terrible dirt weed, and it was just like, I it mean, smelled worse, bro. I bet yeah. you it smelled fucking terrible. And the cop even mentions, he's like, oh, I just been out, you know, a bunch of kids out there having fun, smoking weed, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's obviously know what, knows what's going on, but yeah. dude, I don't think he knows what's going on. But I absolutely thought about that when, when they rolled down that window. I was like, dude, he's going to smell it. Yeah. They're like, keep the windows up until we pull up to him. And then he walks <laughs> up and she rolls the window down. Why well, does love like five minutes before she's smoking the joint she's like oh my god i gotta get my chemistry book so i can do my chemistry homework on halloween night and she's like fuck it let's smoke a joint <laughs> pretty great uh, all right uh, well, I, well i've got a couple more things i just, oh no, want, I just going, want to mention going, as far it. as halloween the, the coolest thing about watching this now is is starting to see like okay there's little references pop culture references and thing that you can like point out now like the, the tropes all of the the horror movies mm -hmm. like i mean scream it's like they talk about all of these and it seems like now watching the uh, uh, after watching Scream a long time ago, now watching Halloween, it's like a lot of what they talk about seems to be referencing Halloween just about more than any of the other movies. Killer's never dead until he's dead. You know yeah, what I mean? just he's like he's gonna come back. Like even the 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 Bob when he's gonna go get the beers out of the fridge, he's like, right yeah, the whole be right back type <laughs> thing. It's like all of these little things <laughs> we're hitting. Um, uh, when when she discovers the three bodies in the room, or was yeah, three bodies, yeah, the three bodies in the room completely reminded me of summer school when uh, the substitute comes in and they're oh, all because yeah. like the way they film it, it's like you got this first like horrific thing and all of a sudden oh the next horrific thing oh the next horrific thing it's like just kind of like she's bouncing between these and, and that kind of reminded me of summer school so i love all these little homages from other movies that i've seen referencing halloween and, and probably some other horror movies of course I've seen, brad's got to get summer school mentioned oh i got to give it a summer school reference so now we've talked about summer school and strange we've brew. talked about strange brew okay so as long as we get uh <laughs> scott pilgrim as long as, long as we get <laughs> scott scott pilgrim and fucking uh, uh clerks into the next one we'll be good. yeah i think that'll be my my the the four that'll be rounding third going home hey guys how cool is it to have a couple of experts on the podcast? Dude, I love it. They're I love best. it. Ladies, yeah. thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Everybody, go out and download, subscribe, Two Chicks and a Horror Flick. They are doing the Lord's work. We appreciate them. Any last <laughs> words, ladies? That was such an amazing compliment. We're doing the Lord's work. We're going to use that now. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I want to say we are doing the Lord's work. And thank you so much for having us on your show. We talk about you guys all the time. We love your show. And we are constantly going, gosh, we want to be back on their show. We want to have them on our show. It was just, it's such a blast. I appreciate when what you guys, else, you, I was going to say, you guys were, were recapping some of like your, your favorite moments from the last year of episodes. And you guys, you guys threw a little shout out to us. And we appreciate Thank you so much. so much. And now look, we can do it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tony. Tony. <laughs> oh, I, I felt like Felicia did a really great job. I didn't think I had anything else to add. Um, <laughs> that was perfectly said. No, but I will echo what she said. Like, we love you guys, and like any opportunity to be on your show for sure we are going to jump at the chance because it's just like so much fun and i love listening to you guys so well speaking of um we'd love to have you back next week um to be part of our draft yeah so i uh, a little a little dark lord told me that y'all would be back to uh 
do the draft and here comes the music and i think that's your exit music thank you so much ladies i hope you guys have a great night and we'll see y'all next week thank you are you looking for a place for all things horror and don't know where to go well you've came to the right place my friend we are the graveyard club podcast for all your horror needs visit us on youtube and spotify and you can follow us over on instagram at the graveyard club pod see you there Ciao. this episode of bez video kingdom is brought to you by dr samuel loomis private psychiatrist got a troubled individual in your family and you definitely don't want any nosy co-workers to know about them send them to sam Thinking your husband is on the verge of a murderous rampage, but you definitely don't want to alert the neighbors, even if it's likely he's going to go through with it, send him to Sam. With Dr. Samuel Loomis, private psychiatrist, you've got a trusted doctor who will do everything to keep your loved one's case an absolute secret, even if they are out stabbing and choking local teens. That's how important HIPAA laws are to him. Even if they are in the midst of a psychotic breakdown with very real threats of harm to others, Dr. Sam will shut his fucking mouth because he ain't no snitch. Dr. Sam will find a location important to the patient's history and quietly stand at that precise location all day without notifying a soul in order to let your loved one express some of those violent tendencies before they are returned to custody. There is no case too extreme for Dr. Samuel Loomis, and he's always eager to drop all his other patients to put all his efforts into not stopping your loved one from committing atrocities. Dr. Samuel Loomis, private psychiatrist. Privacy is his middle name. Better call Sam. Is it a one night stand? Do you stab a man or choke him or take him home to mom and dad? It's like fuck, marry or kill. It's Shag Snack Body Bag. Choking and stabbing. <laughs> that's that's the, the choking and stabbing. I mean, you know. that's that's his. That's Michael Myers. His his, that's what his he does. tools of choice. I was actually surprised that there was more choking in this movie than stabbing or, or e- actually equal parts maybe it's equal yeah it is equal but yeah because he stabs the first one yeah and then choke couple choke he goes he goes stab choke stab choke or, or is it he chokes the one dude before he stabs him into the wall oh stab, that's that's, choke, that's, a, that's choke, a, stab. a combination stab choke because he, he, he after the him. telephone wire does he also stab her or does he just choke no, he her? just chokes her okay so yeah <laughs> Yeah, but because you think about this movie, you think about Mike Myers and, and the knife is very iconic. Yeah, I'm thinking a lot of blood and guts, Tons of just stabbing. people getting just hacked up. I'm rethinking my choking fetish now. <laughs> <laughs> now, did he miss on purpose when he swung at, at Lori or what was that? Because like, well, I thought he was trying to cut st- her bra strap. Yeah. Oh, he wanted to see the titties before yeah. he could kill her. <laughs> He's like, I cannot kill you until that shirt comes off. <laughs> <laughs> So he was just he was just going for the bra strap. It didn't work out, and that is why Lori is still with us. Thank okay. God. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of strange because like she was she was teed up for an easy kill, and he just totally missed. And I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I I, I, I like our theory. I think our yeah. theory is holding a lot of yeah, water now. I don't know. <laughs> holding a lot of breaths. <laughs> so the uh, okay. So we're gonna say. Just like the song says, we're playing fuck, marry, or kill, snag, shag, body bag. If you're going to snag something from this movie, Mr. Bradley, what are we snagging? You want me to shag first? No, I said I wanted you to snag. Did you hear what I said? Well, Am I speaking gonna, English? Gonna, Is it snag, shag, it body bag? Snag, shag, body bag. That's why I said snag. 
Well, it's Shag Snag Body Bag. Snag Shag Body Bag. <laughs> <laughs> Remix! <laughs> if he keeps saying it over and over again, it'll become right. <laughs> All right. Is, is it Mary Fuck Kill? Shag Snag Body Bag. I'd like you to shag something uh, from this movie, Brad. I got it. I got it. I'm, I'm going to shag no backstory for the killer. I, I think there's something to be said about this movie. He's just straight up. It makes likes, it scarier. He likes a killing. Um, he's, he starts off when he's a little kid, does some killing. They put him in a little prison for a while. They're the psychiatric ward. He breaks out. He's going back to some killing. Yeah. And and you don't get any backstory. Like how I how, how did the 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 um what's Donald Pleasance the 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 doctor doctor like he just doctor he Lewis. knows he's so evil. How does he know he's so evil? Just like literally by he says he basically him? saw him in his eyes. He's he just looked like, into his eyes. This motherfucker is 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 going to be evil. killing people as soon as he gets out because he's he's scared to death from the beginning right. when he gets to the psychiatric ward and like realizes that he's escaped. He's just like shit is terrible. Let's not tell anybody about this. <laughs> right. This is the most evil Let's person I've ever met. We're just going to kind of keep it quiet. I'm going <laughs> to slowly drive back to the town where I know he's going. But let's just let's just not really talk to anybody. Well, about that's it. where they fucked up with Hannibal Lecter. They told everybody about it. The media was all over it. You got to keep these things under your hat. Right. Well, yeah, until a few more people get killed, then you can kind of solve the case. I like to think that he looked into his eyes and he just he actually had like s- severe macular degeneration and he just was like losing his, uh, <laughs> his fucking, you know what I mean? His eyes just look dark like that because it was like a like when you see an old dog with a fucking roomy eye. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> he's just like this motherfucker. Okay, he's got problems. He he wants to do some killing and yeah. yeah, it does make it scarier. And like I think that's the yeah. the thing that's going for this. I can imagine being somebody in 1978 going to the theater watching this, being like, my god, like there's people like this out there. And my just, goodness, by George, great Scott. <laughs> by golly, they're just killing people for no reason. He's killing dogs now. <laughs> my God. <laughs> So yeah, he's uh, just straight up crazy, and and yeah. I really dig that about that. Like they're just like we don't need you don't need backstory. You don't need a lot. This guy just killed people. Just okay, yeah, that's what he does. Shag, get, get over it. Shag snag body bag shagging. Yeah, um, I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> shag um, the the psych ward uh, driving academy <laughs> because obviously they have a really good one because the kid is put away at what six year old six years old spends his life in the psych ward. And suddenly he fucking can drive a car. <laughs> okay. <I'm> gonna, <laughs> so it's got to be the best fucking school around. I'm so going to say this, though. We all at some point got into a car without ever driving before, and we did it. So, so, right? so Nate, uh, Nate asked my son to help him build a chicken coop, and uh, my son's 13 years old and has never been behind the wheel of anything. And so Nate's driving the golf cart, and he tells my son, hey, you want to try and drive the golf cart? Hunter's like, sure. So he gets behind the wheel of the golf cart and then he, Nate stops the story and I'm like, wait, how did it how did it go? And he's like, he ran into the shop a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a forty by forty building. Oh. I hope I hope you're not listening. So, to so I'm I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. That like you can't like uh, I, what I'm saying is I think it takes a few tries. <laughs> right. Okay. You, Although you this is the type of guy that if he did run down a few pedestrians, he'd be like, eh, 
Yeah, yeah I think it's fine. But I mean, he's already mastered s- certain skills like creepily stalking along and driving real slow. And or oh, slam yeah. on the brakes after Actually, he gets yelled at. Slam on the brakes, yeah. <laughs> I take it back. I was just thinking about his drive from there to the town, but you're right. Once he spends he gets the whole the movie town, in the car. He does a lot of fucking strategic driving. <laughs> right. You're totally right. I think uh, that he's definitely has some training. Yeah, he's he, obeying traffic signals. He, he probably parallel parked at one point, you know. <laughs> So I'm gonna. Okay. So, so I'm gonna go right there. along with with Scott, which his his shag was sort of a body bag, minus two, <laughs> and it is the peripheral vision of every person in this movie. Like the, for some reason in 1978, no one could see out of the side of their eye. There yeah. is so many moments where like no one knows that dude is right there, or like when the kids walking home. Like so, I have this thing, and I tell my mom all the time because my mom is a walker, so she like walks around the neighborhood, and I see her all the time and I drive the same truck that I've driven for years and I would think that if you saw if you if I see my mother I would be like, able hey. to wave yeah. to her and say hi fucking no peripheral vision at all <laughs> I will roll up on her honking the horn hanging out of the fucking car waving the dog's going crazy wanting to bite me she will not look she will not look she grew up in the Halloween the era, same man. exactly the same as like this kid when he's getting stalked by the fucking tr- car that's driving one mile an hour, the same right. speed that he's walking, <laughs> right. never looks over. Dude, his pumpkin got, just got smashed. He's a little, he's a little he's pissed a, off. Yeah. But I've decided that I'm shagging Lori's peripheral vision because she is the only person in the movie that has any peripheral vision. <laughs> yeah. She's the only true. one that notices yeah. fucking Creep Boy. And uh, that's that's what I'm I'll going I'll tell you with. what. I mean, I mean, I already sh- shagged, but like the, the whole him just sitting there with, when she's in class and she looks over and there he is. Like those shots are creepy. Like, yeah, that's like, and and when she looks out the window, he's the lawn and the laundry's hanging on there on the lines, whatever. Like those are some fucking great shots. And Dude, those are famous shots, yeah, right? Yeah, so good. The best one is when the camera kind of like I don't know if the camera pans out or how they do it, and but the mask kind of all of a sudden up. it just shows up right there. Yeah, that's fucking great. That's legit. All right, so snagging Scotch Beck. If we're snagging, I'm sna- what I, are we snagging? If there's anything I'm gonna snag from this, it's gotta be the music. I agree. I mean, from the fucking top, the the it's weird because like just it's the whole thing starts with the music, and probably the least scary pumpkin pumpkin I've ever seen. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that whole title, whatever. But um, the fact that John Carpenter did the music himself, and it's such an iconic scene. And then not only that, but the the musical jump scares and, oh, and the yeah. sound effects that go with it are so well done and so perfect. And like, ser- seriously, Brad made the joke earlier that when the, just the light shutting off and the little music thing, do the noise it, that it made, it you made me jump. earlier. Do the like, noise again. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's so great. It was super well crafted. The, the sound design on this is so great. And, um, I just, I, Love it. So I'm, uh, I'm I'm co-signing with them because I said Carpenter score doing the work because like yeah. there's there's not like I was surprised there is not a whole lot of action in this movie like mm-hmm. we we talked you said your son fell asleep after 45 minutes like because after that first initial scene you have a, a long time before anybody else gets killed mm-hmm. a lot of music though is creating some suspenseful moments oh oh shit is something oh no here it goes oh no nope, never mind. <laughs> 
It's like that happens over and over, over and over until you edging. finally act. Oh, it's called edging. Completely edging. This 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 movie is a a masterclass in edging. The, the, kid, the kid at the beginning did not use edging. So so one thing that I read on uh, Wikipedia was that uh, Carpenter showed this movie to a bunch of people before the score was on it. And they were decidedly like, this is not scary at all. We don't get it. Like, this is whack. That they added the score and like one of the people that had watched it went to the theater and watched it in the theater and was like, this shit's whack. Carpenter's crazy. Like, you guys are going to hate this movie. Went and saw it and was like, it's fucking terrifying. Absolutely scary. <laughs> because they added the music. Yep. Which is what a good score can do mm-hmm. to a movie, right? So if- be- before, we, uh, before we move on, I just want to say. Talking about the different themes from movies, I have like a Halloween playlist that has this on it. And until I watch the movie, like now it really clicks. It's like, this is the iconic yep. score. Like there, there's, there's songs in, in, in Friday the 13th. There's songs in... Uh, well, Friday the 13th is more of the... <laughs> yeah. You know, like the sound effect. It's not really right. a song. This, like, this, this is, is the, just... It, yeah. it, and I love the fact that it just, it just is continually just... I was hoping just, you're going to hit that button. It's so basic too. That's why I'm saying that like there's got to be a whole bunch of fucking it's SoundCloud like, rappers oh. that are like, yeah. can you start freestyling? Nah, I was, cannot do that. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for that. But yeah, it's just it's very basic. Palms are sweaty. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> But it's got that pace. I love the fucking pace of it. It's just that pace. And so I, oh, I, that I, driving little beat is just perfect. I got put on the spot earlier, and it's I, I'm pretty sure it's like in in like ten eight, um, which would be yeah. So ten eighth notes per measure. So it's like one two three one two three one two one two one two three one two three one two. There you one, go. Two, there it is. So it's ten eight. And over and over and over again. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. So uh, I, I, I want to pick the, the score, but since y'all already uh, co-signed, I don't think we can triple triple co-sign. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. So We never have. <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, my snag from this movie is for sure the first-person view of what the killer is seeing. Yeah. And especially I like when he's kind of goes upstairs and then he picks up that masks and put the puts the mask on and right. then you kind of get to see through the mask which adds another element of like you can't see as clearly and you're kind of like what am i looking at what am i seeing here like is that a booby i'm not sure it's a booby if it is a booby i know she's getting killed i was straight up surprised and again this is with me having no knowledge of this movie except that i know michael My- myers exists i didn't know his origin story was goddamn he stabbed his sister when he was a little kid like i was like when they, when all of a sudden he walks out and it was the kid, I was like, "The fuck? <laughs> What's going on here? What well, am I the, watching?" The, the sister says, "Like I don't know, Michael's around here somewhere. I'm supposed to be watching him or whatever." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, the kid's just playing, but here's this killer is gonna fuck some shit up." And I was like, "Oh, that's him." Yeah. And then of course, like we said, the, the whole frozen parents outside. And yeah, <laughs> that's pretty bad. But so, un- un- unfortunately, I actually had a lot of this spoiled ahead of time like so i i'd seen that opening scene before i'd seen that it was him i'd seen pictures and actually uh, um like just kind of looking this movie up trying to find where it is at where it was at the trailer literally has him in the little clown suit like that shot as the screenshots i was like okay well that kind of tells you right at the beginning and i'd also seen the um the the scene with uh him getting stabbed and hung up on the wall and like I, for some reason I'd, I'd watch that whole scene before too so so some of the scares and some of the the, the murders I'd actually already seen over the years which kind of 
took away from the. You know, there, there's a question that we didn't ask earlier that I, I, I would, I need to ask now. The girl that's riding in the psych ward with Doctor Loomis, right? The nurse or whatever. Does she? Does she just bounce? Like she's <laughs> yeah. like, "Fuck this! I'm out." Like he's already talked about how spooky this dude is, and like now that he's escaped, I'm. Where did she go? Did he just drop her off at her house, or did? She's rounding up the rest of the escaped convicts that were fucking milling around in that <laughs> She's like, field. they just let them roam free like they're cattle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that shit. was fucking yeah. great in, line. In, in the rain? That was such <laughs> yeah. a good line. Do they just let them out like this in the rain? <laughs> He's like, pull the car to the, to the guard gate. Pull to the guard gate. We can't tell anyone. <laughs> and then the car gets jacked. Dude. Yeah, they said that like when, it, when the hand smacks the window like that. Yeah. I guess, and I didn't go back and watch it. I should have gone back and watched it since I bought it on Apple. But uh, he has a he has a wrench that they painted flesh colored on the palm side of his hand so that it would shatter the window when they hit it. <laughs> and I guess they said the the from what I read was that like it works great for the shot, but if you're looking for it, you can totally see the wrench. Well, I'm, like, I'm sure. To it. Oh, yeah, wow. back in the day, probably it didn't show up, but with HD now, I'm sure you yeah, can probably yeah, yeah, actually exactly. see it for reals. That's funny. It. They also said that they filmed the the like the one of the signature things in the movie is a lot of it's like really dark, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess that was just because they didn't have money for lighting. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "This works perfect." At the accident, <laughs> it was it was quite dark. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of scenes where it was like, "Fuck, I can't barely see." Yeah. Um, all right, body bagging, Bradley. What are we body bagging? <laughs> Did you, uh, well, your body bag might be pretty full, but no, let's no, see what and, you got. This is, no, this is something that I think we can all agree on, and maybe you have it as well, but bad horror movie decisions. I mean, this is like a textbook ultimate bad horror movie decision situation here because there's so many bad decisions made, and especially by Lori. Like, My wife was so mad the whole movie. She was like, what is she doing? Oh I'm going to lead the killer right back to these little kids. <laughs> And then I'm just going to be like, hey, just go upstairs. You'll be all right. It's like, oh, open the door. It's me again. <laughs> He's dead. I swear this time. <laughs> and and every time she thinks she kills him and then she just like throws the knife down or she drops the knife and she's like, oh, fuck, I guess my job's done. I'm going to turn my back to him, lean against this wall. She's just like, I've killed him. I'm not going to look at him. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. The, the last one where she's just in she the doorway. Like she's just like, I'm just going to post up in this doorway here. <laughs> hey, kids, you know what? Go downstairs. Things are great. I think we're all good here. Uh, I'm just going to kind of stand here and reminisce on my whole evening. They're like, there's a strange psychiatrist in the living room. <laughs> I don't, Yeah. There was just, there was a lot of just really bad decisions uh-huh. made by a lot of folks. But Lori is, is kind of the worst. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you want to learn how to not to to if you want to learn how to survive, don't do what she did. She, she gets, did everything. She cool. gets smarter and smarter as the uh, as the years go on. I, I uh, hope so because yeah, when she like, yeah. I'm gonna go in the closet and just I'm gonna wrap it up here, and I don't think he's gonna be able to get in. I'll just kind of tuck myself. And then the he fact struggled that- so bad with that fucking like. <laughs> The closet door tied with a fucking... Those things are so flimsy. Dude. He's just like, acting like, my God. This guy that fucking threw, like, threw his hand through a car window is like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get in here. And since, love, since, since when do closets like that have a lock on them on the I, inside too? No, like no she, she tied like it. She tied, tied it with, with a, like with like a oh, neck tie. Yeah, oh, she oh, tied it with that. something. But oh. but and then the fact that she gets away with one kind of jabbing him with a, a needle and he acts like. Fuck! He takes a little, a little uh, sewing needle in the in the neck. He right. acts like, "Oh my, I'm fucking done." He just falls, flops down like he's dead. Yeah. And then 
She gets the little uh, coat uh, hanger, coat hanger, and just kind of jabs him with it. And he's like, oh my god! Like, how did she get so perfectly in his eye? Like that? I don't know. Both of those, both of those <laughs> scenes are quite <laughs> hilarious. When when she fucking like full, like unfolds the the fucking <laughs> coat hanger and stabs him with it, I'm like, what is happening yeah. right now? I was like, uh, what is what is she? Is, how is she gonna get out of this? I'm like, okay, she's getting a coat. Hey, tell me she doesn't just jab him with it. <laughs> oh, she fucking jabbed him with it. <laughs> That's gonna that gives her enough to get the knife and kill him. So yeah. or or semi kill him. Right. But, well, yeah. Scotty, what are we body bagging <laughs> from this movie besides all the things you just said? Right. We, uh, we excuse me. I apologize. <laughs> we kind of d- discussed it a little bit earlier um, with the two chicks, uh, Tony and Felicia. Um, but specifically the brunette and I, I can't remember her character's name, but her acting in general and, and so bad it, when they're walking, it's so bad. <laughs> and she has this one line in particular when, when he drives by and she says something to him and then he slams on the brakes and then she says, I hate a guy with a car and no sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> like, so what the fuck is that about? And so some of the dialogue in this is so bad and so laughable. And it makes me wonder, like back in 1978, did people think that was hilarious or did they think that was good shit back then? This is exactly my point of saying That's earlier, like did people speak differently? Like, did they have a different dialect or like syntax right. to their speech in 1978 than they do now? And then they were like, this is, this is good. Right. Like, Definitely, we need to keep this in the movie. If one of them started talking to me, shit. yeah. If one of them started talking to me today, I'd just be like, "The fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> do you have yeah. a speech impediment, or like, are <laughs> yeah. you just just a really just dullard, or like, what's going on here?" And we're not even trying to like, if you have a speech impediment, like a legit speech impediment, that's fine, right? But like, let's hear about it in the movie before you start talking, <laughs> so that we know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> If right. she's like, if they're like, oh, this is my friend with a bad speech impediment, they'll be like, okay, now we get what's happening in the movie right now. But then it's like, yeah, why can't she just be like, oh, hey, you're into that, that, uh, whatever the dude's name is that she keeps mentioning his name, like the, the one she wants to date. Oh, you're into him. That'd be cool. Like, yeah, you yeah. Guys should probably date. Oh, you guys want to date? Oh, that's so. Uh, I will just call him and we can set that. Like, just the way, just like, the, like oh, so, so like overacting and like over dramatized. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I also think that we, it's been a long time since we've hung out with teenage girls. And that might just be like <laughs> what the fuck they sound like, dude. I think that could possibly be totally. It. To- totally. totally. <laughs> <laughs> what about, and what about, and I'd love to say, what about Bob? Bob was just a weird character. He's just like, oh, yeah, let's just fuck on the couch. No, no, we need to go up to the bed. We need to go get under the covers in the bed, too. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> who's doing that? Where it's like, no, you Bob's, just need a soft spot you can lay down. You're not going to go get under the covers Bob's in one of some these guys, random he, person's bed. He didn't want her to see what he was working with, dude. He was like, turn the lights off. And then they part, the they're covers. smoking cigarettes in the bed afterwards. Yeah. They're just like, they got the fucking beer cans all over the floor. I was like, God damn. Ruthless. And that was just a babysitting house, right? Yeah, that yeah. wasn't their yeah. house. Was the their, parents yeah. are going to come home and be like, you've been smoking cigs in bed? What the fuck? It was the brunette's house. The, the, it was the cop's house. It was yeah. the cop's house? Yeah. The one that never comes home and never shows back up again? Yes. Jesus. Just going to fuck about his daughter. Oh, you're smoking with your friends? Fuck you. I don't care. Just, I got to figure out this robbery here. So so my body bag, uh, I think Felicia brought it up earlier. 
and I think we've all sort of touched on it, but one of the worst body bags I can give to this movie is that there's not enough fucking body bags. There is big <laughs> gaps between the kills. And I yeah. think that this goes back to my theory of like, we've just been TikTok to death that we think that like shit needs to happen. Like boom, 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 boom. But like, it just seems to me like there was so many opportunities for him to kill people and he didn't. Right. And I guess they're trying to build tension, but like, let's fucking get some release here, dude. Well, let's also say that, I mean, it's a 90 minute movie and I'm, I, I'm tell, tell me if I'm wrong, but one forty fifth of the movie. So one, one forty fifth of the movie. This is a great unit of measure. Is <laughs> her walking across the street to go investigate the house? Was that not two minutes, at least a two minute scene of her Wait, walking? Did you say it was one forty fifth? It was one forty fifth of the movie. Ninety minutes. One forty fifth of the movie. I fucking hate you so much right now. One forty fifth is my new. Uh, like. I know it's this ridiculous <laughs> amount of measurement. I want to make a dick measuring joke. How big is your dick? It's just six inches and one forty fifth. But the idea that it's like that was two minutes of a ninety minute movie was just a walk across the street from first person right. perspective. But weren't you tense during that whole walk? Was it two minutes though? I mean, I skipped. I pressed the ten old. seconds. I don't think it was. I was two like, minutes. wait a sec. We're like halfway across the street. Ten seconds. Wait, we're like still on the street. Ten seconds. Okay, we're on this. Ten seconds. We're approaching the house now. Right. It was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I understand the. Building I take of the it tension. back. I changed my body bag. My body bag is Brad using the ten ske- second skip forward button <laughs> while watching this movie. Yeah. What the fuck Seriously. is happening? That's that's me, a product of the the TikTokification of America, of the internet generation, dude, for sure. Ten second skip forward button is only for when you record the Niner games and you're watching them. Oh, and so you get to the next play. Somebody gets tackled. One, two, three. Thirty seconds. Boom. Next, next play. play. One, yeah. two, three. Somebody gets tackled, and then you watch the whole game in forty minutes. See, my hatred for you though <laughs> is not watching that fucker live. What am I gonna watch? Fucking Brock Purdy looked like the greatest quarterback that ever played and then looked like the worst quarterback that ever played in two games. Yeah, that's two podcasts where we went from, we went from the, high, the, the highs of the Niners last last podcast when we were recording. We were we were just beat the Cowboys and now we're on the, the lows of losing the fucking, fucking Browns. lowly Browns. I think we have some fans in Ohio. Don't we have don't we have an Ohio fan? I'm sure. Fuck your Browns. <laughs> Jeez. I hate them. He's like, I'm a Bengals fan. Fuck you. All right. Moving on to our next category, Bradley. Crackle, Pluto, HBO, Fine Anime, on Crunchyroll, Peacock, Hulu, Disney, Netflix, Doobie, Sling TV, Shazam, Shutter, Boobo. What the fuck is Boobo? I'm sure it'll cause a sensation. It's a streaming recommendation. All right. We are going to look for some streaming recommendations, and this is the BVK Halloween edition. Hopefully, maybe, maybe it's not. I don't know what these guys picked for their <laughs> streaming recommendations. So I'm going to throw it to my man, Scotty B. What are we streaming that makes you think of Lori slowly walking across the street? <laughs> well, I, I, I went with something that makes me think of Halloween spooky season and a movie that I enjoy to watch. I, I just love watching this every holiday season, uh, Halloween season. And that is Zach's favorite movie, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> because it's 
I, I I absolutely love it. He thinks it's a piece of shit, and I'm not picking this despite him. I actually really enjoy this. If you're kind of like me and you don't like horror movies necessarily, but you want something kind of fun and kind of spooky and kind of not very different from an actual horror movie, Cabin in the Woods is for you. Um, I'm not a horror aficionado. I don't like horror movies, but I really enjoyed it. It's super fun, a little bit gory, um, and I just really love it. So check out Cabin in the Woods. I didn't even see where it's streaming, but it's got to be somewhere. It's well, shit, I was waiting for that because I, I was thinking like, <laughs> oh, you know what? This might be one for me and the fam. Yeah, I think I think they would enjoy it. If we liked Ready or Not, are we ready for Cabin in the Woods? I, I think so. Um, I, there's, I, some, there's some boobies in it. <laughs> I, I, you we, we can also with watch with my young son <laughs> right um the boobies are the high point i'm glad you brought that up <laughs> <laughs> there's a it's a funny scene with that with the boobies too with everybody watching them spoiler alert <laughs> all right i'm checking this out okay okay so i'm i'll go next uh this is this is one of my favorite sort of I don't want to say that slasher is like my my deal but just sort of we talked about it earlier real real people that are killers that uh stuff that could really happen so I've got a couple of recommendations here one of them is Hush there's a guy uh Mike Flanagan who did uh who's done a bunch of really cool stuff he's got a new show called The House of Usher that just came out on uh Netflix that I haven't watched yet that I think will probably be good because he's got a great track record. But anyways, it's Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, and, he, and you know what? Deluxe Edition Network, they were just talking about that all over the chat today. They were talking about uh, Mike Flanagan. So. Oh, really? Well, he's yeah. amazing. He did. Uh, he's done. A, he's done a couple of things that, that I thought came off really, really good. But uh, what we're going to go with today is a movie called Hush. And it is on Netflix, and it stars all of the people that are in all the Mike Flanagan stuff. And it is about a woman who is deaf, and there is a killer that is trying to kill her. She lives alone, and he Oh, I saw the trailer for that. That looks spooky as shit. And it is fucking really, really good. Kate Siegel plays the the final girl, um, Mm -hmm. if you will. And uh, it's on Netflix, and everybody should check it out. Also, everyone should check out... The one that I recommend always at Halloween time, and that is The Strangers, the original The Strangers, with uh, my girl Aerosmith's daughter. Liv so Tyler. check that out. Hey, hey asshole, you always also recommend Ernest Scared, Ernest Scared Stupid. Stupid. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. If you want to watch a movie with your kids that you will have to fucking have them sleep in your bed because they're going to be scared as fuck, watch Ernest Scared Stupid. Because they will start the movie going, what the fuck is this stupid-ass movie? And then they will end the movie in your bed because they're too scared to sleep on their own bed. So watch Ernest Scared Stupid. And by the way, Cabin in the Woods is on Max. Oh, there you go. I'm recommending Scream just because uh, I've never been a horror movie fan. But when I watched Scream, I was like, this is the horror movie that was made just for me. Because it is scary. I mean, there's some fucking gruesome, scary scenes. But the, uh, the, the tongue-in-cheekness of it, the, the idea of calling out the rules of horror movies. Well, like that's in Scream 2. No, no, no. He does that. He does that in the first one, too. First one, yeah. In Scream 1? Yeah, because yeah. they had the screening of horror movies with Seth Green, and then he's, like, t- he's going through all the different... They're watching Halloween while, while he's yeah, going through the rules. Yeah, he's going through the rules, and that's... I remember uh, uh, Matt Illiard 
Lillard. L- Matt Lillard is like Lillard. I'll be right back, and then he yeah. like he You're bounces right. and they talk and they I talk apologize. about uh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis and how they're talking about her boobs or something. He's like, no, she doesn't show her boobs, uh, not until trading places. Yeah. She, she doesn't show her tits. She'll, she goes legits was his line. And there you go. <laughs> so uh, that was in the movie. No, that's true. Um, so Scream is on uh, Max, Fubo, and Paramount TV. Maybe all of those. Sure. But Max for sure. And you've probably seen Scream, but watch it again. It's fucking great. It's a it great is movie. A, a really good movie. It's, and the, the, it's exciting. The f- mind fuckery that they played on people when they first saw it, mm-hmm. when they killed Drew Barrymore in the very yeah, beginning. It was promoted as Drew Barrymore's on the poster. She's so like crazy. The, by far the most well-known person in the yeah. movie. And then she dies in the first five minutes. It was kind of like uh, when Steven Seagal died in, I think, Executive Decision. Yes. And he died in like the first five minutes. It was like, oh, I thought it was a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> Guess not. He yeah. just got sucked out the plane. Wow. So Spoilers. there you go. <laughs> Spoilers. We, we I like was going to watch Executive twice. Decision when we got home, guys. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Should we move on? Love it. Okay. No jet was for Maverick. Mexico on that goose stick. Iceberg list Titanic. Leo's drawing that nude shit. Jim fucks Nadia like we all thought he should. Ricky and Doughboy get the fuck out the hood. Luke hooks up with Leia just like he's intending. It's time for a reshelf and alternate endings. So we like to uh, make up some alternate endings on this, although not all of us came prepared. No, I'm joking. Um, I'll go last. So uh, Brad, start us off because I got one in homage to our boy Nate and Keith. Uh, oh, that's beautiful because yeah. mine's mine's super simple. Um, <laughs> so Dr. Loomis, he unloads his revolver in, on Michael and Michael just finally falls off the uh, the balcony and you're like, God, this guy's been stabbed. He's been beat up and stuff, and and now he's been shot. So this dude's this dude's dead. He's yeah. laying there on the ground. Looks like he's dead. You don't see any blood though. So you're like, eh, well, maybe. Doctor Loomis, he finally comes back out there. I just want <laughs> instead of Michael Myers just being not there the next time Loomis looks out, mm-hmm. I want him to be like laying there on the ground, fucking rip open his shirt and show a bulletproof vest. Fucking flip him off to go running off into the woods. I had that exact thought. I was like, how funny would it be if it just cuts straight to him and you think he's going to be laying there dead, but he's just standing there flipping him off. Just like no bulletproof vest. He's just like, fuck you. And then he runs off. That's, that's what I was hoping for. I was like, if he just fucking does that. The, fuck the, you, uh, Doc. Yeah, the, the, the fuck, well, yeah, it's like it's like Doc from Back to the Future. Where he fucking pulls up from the desk. You're like, oh, he bulletproof vest. And he's just like, fuck you and runs off. He and had then, the real feel Kevlar uh, uh, exactly. breastplate on. Dude, we're going to sell a lot of those, I think. Dude, I think so, too. I think after this after this pod goes out, people are going to be like, I need that. Can you, can you <laughs> BVK promoted? We will make a lot of money off that, more than we make off the pod. So this one's, <laughs> this one's a shout out to, uh, to my boy Keith. So this is my thought. So it'd be easy to say that Michael Myers would be the vampire, right? But what's going to happen is... Michael Myers kills all these young kids, right? Mm-hmm. And then Lori, you know, our final girl, she kills Michael Myers. And then she thinks she's okay for like the fifth time in the movie. She's like, everything's fine. Everything's fine now. Let's I'm the, just going to sit yeah. here. <laughs> let's, let's the kids out. Yes. So starts doing yoga next to the body. <laughs> who shows up but our, but our fucking, uh, our, our, our awesome doctor. Dr. Who's Loomis. Like, who's like the perfect... 
vampire slayer guy, right? He's going to have like a cross and some holy water and like old school movie vampire guy. But the twist is that he wasn't the vampire. All the vampires are all the like kids that he has killed and they all come back to life. Even the dog, we got like our Cujo moment with the, with the dog, you know what I mean? And they all come back and then they all attack Lori. Right. So they come in and attack Lori. She's like defending, defending herself, trying to fend him off. The, the, the doctor guy is there. He's like a cool vampire slayer guy. He kills a couple of them. Lori kills a couple of them, but they're going to get her because in this movie he kills more young kids and they're all coming They're They're all going to get her. Maybe the two kids end up being vampires too. He kills them. We didn't know, but uh-huh. they come back and try to kill her. And the skunk. Yep. And then <laughs> what we get, what we get is that amazing moment when all the 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 vampires, the freaking Halloween till dawn, they're all like coming after Lori. And then Michael Myers isn't dead. He comes back to life, comes in, kills all the vampires because he's like, I I, I kill these bitches, not 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 you vampires. And then he kills Lori, right? <laughs> Wait, what? When he kills Lori too, I thought he'd be like, he's like, no, hey, honestly, I'm I'm crazy because I know where vampires are, and all I ever try to do is kill vampires. No, I don't like that. I think that he just wants to be the one that kills her because he's like fixated on her. Oh, so, yeah. Oh. So he kills all the vampires, and then he comes in and kills. So, Lori so, so he saves the day, but then all of a sudden he, he just saves the day just her. to not save the day. Wow. He saves the day. That's a Zach like, movie. They're like That's back a... to back. They think Keith cool. Keith is gonna wa- Keith is gonna want that. You know what? Michael Myers actually just killed vampires so his he figured oh. out that his sister was a vampire so he killed her they thought he was a psycho but all he wants to do is kill vampires and nope. he knows where they are yeah. and he hunts them down he just kills all the vampires because they're trying to kill Lori, and he's like no i kill Lori, <laughs> not you <laughs> that is such a zach ending that's the zach and she at one point zach all the vampires ever. are dead and michael's like laying down all tired because he just killed a bunch of vampires and she just like lays down on the ground she wants to like, like cuddle with them she just sits job, there homie. she just sits yeah. there does her patented she, like Lori move where she's like i think everything's okay now i I'm just gonna sit here and pant. She uses and him then, as a pillow. Yeah, and then and then Mike and then she looks down and Michael Myers' knife is like stabbed through her. <laughs> That's my alternate ending. Uh, Halloween till dawn. <laughs> Halloween till dawn. <laughs> Much love, Keith. I mean, I will say I've spent a couple of Halloweens where it almost was dawn by the time the Halloween was over. Some good times <laughs> doing some rowdy, stupid shit. <laughs> That's what happens out here in the small town. Do you remember what the, happens do you remember in the, the Do you remember the Halloween with my, my brother's band at, uh, at Brew Brothers? No, not Brew Brothers, but at Valley Brew in Stockton. Oh, shit. And he had a pumpkin on his head the entire... I do. What was your costume that day? I think I was... I, don't, I, didn't, I don't think I wore the ballerina outfit for that one. Oh, you, I, I do remember. You had a ballerina one. outfit? Oh, I had a fucking ballerina outfit. That thing, I used that many times. No shit. Yeah, I looked fantastic. Um, <laughs> but I do remember from that same gig, was that's when we saw Yoda the Pimp. Yes, Aaron, the Aaron costume P- contest. Aaron Piazza walked in. He won the costume contest as Yoda the Pimp. <laughs> he was in a pimp outfit, but a Yoda mask, and he came walking in oh. just like a pimp strutting with as a, Yoda. With a cane, just like with Yoda. With a cane, and it was fucking the most surreal, amazing thing you've ever seen. P-Man. Dude, uh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Love it. <laughs> Friend of the podcast. Yep. Friend of the pod. All right. What are we doing next week? I think we're in a draft. Oh, it's a draft. And, spe- and there might be some special special circumstances for this draft. What's going on, Zach? Tell us. Well, I, Zach, am going to judge you, Brad, Scott, and the two <laughs> lovely ladies from uh, 
<laughs> five person draft. <laughs> you, Brad Scott. Yeah, you, Brad. You. I'm saying you, comma, Brad, Scott, and the two lovely ladies from uh, Two Chicks and a, two chicks and a Horror Flick. Uh, that totally made sense. Fuck you guys. <laughs> We've been drinking. It's getting late. Yep, but that is what's happening next week. And we what are, are we drafting? We're going to draft. <laughs> well, are we going to use the actual definition or the one you made up? Whatever you want. So <laughs> we are going to draft most memorable final girls from a horror movie. Sounds um, right. It should be pretty awesome. I'm excited about it. The girls are excited about it. So tune in. Find out which of the uh, surviving females from a horror movie end up being on our list and <laughs> that's pretty much yeah it's pretty much the same it works thing. quit laughing scott right. we got to close the podcast out bye-bye mm-hmm.